Welcome to another episode of Ricky's Ram Jam presented by Barefoot Wine. What a weekend. Hope everyone is feeling a little refreshed and the sting of Sunday's loss doesn't hurt as bad today. Just sip your wine jammies. We are in this together. Okay, some Rams things. We're going to get into it in a little bit with Cynthia Freeland from NFL Network joining me and I'm so excited for that. The Rams fell to the Cardinals 27-17. to Terrell Lewis spoke on Monday after the media and talked about Bobby Wagner's leadership in the locker room and about remaining present. And I think that this is really important. And I would love for you guys to listen. And Bobby is always one of those guys where he, you know what I'm saying, he preaches being present, preaches, you know what I'm saying, being, you know what I'm saying, taking advantage of today, taking advantage of the opportunity that you get today and playing free, playing to the best of your ability in the moment so that, you know what I'm saying, when it gets down the line, then you can start, you know what I'm saying? We, you got to get there first. Like, he's he's one of those, you know what I'm saying? Just talking to him, like I said, like, what we talked about was mainly, you know what I'm saying, just continue to chop wood, carry water. Like, that's all you can do is continue to enjoy the process and go about the process to the best of your abilities and try to affect others and help uplift everybody else so that we can all fall in line and then become that that team that we we know we're capable of. So I think that's really important and it is easy to get discouraged and it is easy to see, you know, the the loss that happened on Sunday, but there were still some good things that that did come out of it. There were some, um, you know, injuries, unfortunately, that happened as well. But I think that this team and the leaders that we have on this team to stay together and to and to take one week at a time and moving, you know, just the chains forward is really important. So I really, really liked hearing him say that in his press conference. So the remaining schedule, we're at Saints this weekend at Kansas City Chiefs. Then we're at home versus the Seahawks versus Raiders at Green Bay, and then versus the Broncos at home on Christmas Day. The NFC West is still super volatile at the moment with each team only a few out from each other, and it and it's a crazy league, and a lot can happen. So definitely interested to see how this weekend goes. Okay, fan question of the week. Um, remember, we have that email address set up. It's rickysramjam at rams.nfl.com, and keep sending them in. We appreciate it. So this is from Clara M. Hey, Ricky. I saw your Instagram story about the 5K. It looked like so much fun. Were any Rams players there? And what was your final time? Okay, so there were no active players there that I saw, but there were thousands and thousands of people. It was so awesome. Andrew Whitworth and his family were there. There were so many employees and just people in the community. It was such a fun walk um, to be with everyone. And the music was going. DJ Malski was was hitting the tunes. The energy was awesome. It was like walking around the SoFi lots. And then you did also get to do a, a lap around the concourse in SoFi as you walked. And my time, uh, I think I crushed it. I think I looked and it was like maybe an hour and seven minutes, which seems ridiculous. But let me say... It was okay. I couldn't get the separation I needed to get a good pace up. There were just so many people, which, you know, okay, it's for a fundraiser. I'm not I'm not going to take it too seriously. Uh, but just know if I had more space and if I could maybe throw some bows to get my way through some of these people that were walking, I could have done it way faster. But no, it was such a good time. 
after party there was like a beer garden aloe black performed. there was like this little vip tent thing that i got to go in which was super cool to hang out with people um and it was just an awesome time so yeah i I love all the stuff that the rams do in the community and a lot of times like you can get involved too so make sure you're you know following the rams on twitter and me if you want to because i talk about a lot of this stuff too so yeah if you ever are in the area and want to join in on some of these fundraiser stuff they are such a blast As you know, Jammies, we love football and we love our sponsor, Barefoot Wine. You know, wine and football aren't that different. Sure, they can be complex, but enjoying them should be easy. And both are easier to enjoy with friends. So I'm happy to be pairing my Barefoot Wine with my wonderful friend and guest today, Cynthia Freeland. Cheers, baby. Hello. Cheers. Hello. How are you, my dear friend? Oh, it's so good to see you. It's been a couple weeks. We were recently at our mutual friend's birthday party having having some fun. But now the now we're back to football. We're back to the real world. Maybe a little bit too much barefoot wine at that one. But other than yeah. that, we're good, you know? Yeah, that one was <laughs> that one was such a great night, but that's that's a whole other a whole other podcast. Um so, Cynthia, for jammies that may not know who you are, which everyone should, not, not only are you the numbers queen of NFL Network, but you're the numbers queen of my heart, but you are, what, what, what would you say, the analytics analyst, the numbers well, guru? So you did like a really good job with that because I'm technically an analytics expert because not many people can get through the tongue twister that is analytics analyst Ooh. without little problems you know you can can get you can go down the wrong path there very quickly so (laughs) while i am an analyst we call it expert so that we don't we avoid that we avoid the any mishaps okay so you get really mad when people are tweeting like anti-analytics takes where you're like listen do you want to punch them out (laughs) yep i want to punch everyone no um you know i think it's funny I i get a little bit more mad when people like like broadcasters kind of say like, well, the analytics told them to do something because like that's, it, that's really not how it works. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's that'd be like being like the quality control guy told him to do it. Like, it's just not, it's a little bit of like a, a misnomer or miss like whatever, but at least it's, it, it's growing. It's a tool in the tool belt. People who know, know people who don't, whatever. And I, I kind of think it's funny when they tweet about it. Cause then you're like, okay, well, I'm, I now know you don't know what it means, and that's fine. right. So right, let's just exactly because it's just like percentages, right? It's like okay, you have a seventy percent chance, Erica, when you back out of your driveway to hit the potted plant, and this happens seventy percent of the times. Like, would I say okay? Like, I need to take that into consideration when I back out of my driveway going forward. Like. Right? Yeah. Isn't that how to describe yeah. it? Yeah. So I like, I often, I liken it now. My, my best analogy that I've come up with, and I've thought about this a lot, is like, you know, when you open up your, so you're, especially in LA, when we drive somewhere, every day can be different. Even if you're driving the same place every day, it can be different because of traffic and whatnot. So you open up your app and it gives you three different options for how to get to SoFi Stadium, right? And one says it'll take you the, the least amount of time, but like it involves this left-hand turn across five lanes of traffic. Like, do you want to do that? Uh, maybe, maybe not, right? Or is it worth two more minutes to go the way that doesn't have that, but you're taking mm. two minutes longer? So the point is, is now you have like a structure of, and by the way, all of them can be wrong if an accident happens within the time frame of when you ask the the app for the directions and when it happens mm. so you're just giving you're setting yourself up with the best kind of game plan now everything can go left and it doesn't work out but it's 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 just a knowledge base of like well this this 405 traffic is gnarly today extra gnarly today we're not going to go that way as opposed to just 
blindly going and just like rolling the dice, right? Right, right, absolutely. You'd still be wrong though. It just it's right. never perfect, just a little bit better. So you now get to decide. So you do your model for NFL Network, and yeah. do you do that every week? Do you do it once a month? Like how how does yeah. that work? <laughs> so I do it after every play. It updates literally every snap. Um, every week. So I run it on to, I just finished running it for the first initial batch of scores for week 11. So after Monday night football, I say go and then overnight it runs. And then every time the injury reports happen, I update it because as we know, you know, it can be very different on Tuesday who we think is playing for who as opposed to who actually plays on Sunday or Monday or Thursday. Right. right? So, you know, every day I kind of rerun it, but I, I do like the main like the main run of the models um, on Monday night into Tuesday morning. Okay, so the Rams are heading to New Orleans to face the Saints. So in a situation like this where, you know, as of yesterday, Kat Terrell was reporting that Dennis Allen was going to have a long conversation with Jameis Winston. It could be Jameis. It could be Andy Dalton. Like, do you just go, okay, if it's Jameis, this is what I think the outcome will be versus Matthew Stafford is still in concussion protocol as of now Tuesday when we tape this. Who knows what that state will be uh, Sunday. Do you have to do many different variations for like this specific game? Oh, yes. And this year especially has been this is why I look so terrible right now. Like uh, you stay up all (laughs) night Sunday and Monday because it's this year, especially there have been so many big name players that have been injured. And then, of course, with Matthew Stafford, we didn't know on last this time last week. You had no idea. Right. So then sometimes on Saturday nights or Friday nights or after typically after the Friday injury report, that's probably the most instructive injury report we have all week. Then we go back and rerun things. But then even up to like in game day morning when we get the actives and actives I run like sort of a preset term saying like okay if it's last week it was you know if it's Matthew Stafford and Kyler Murray okay then what or if it's Matthew Stafford and Colt McCoy or if it's Colt McCoy and John Wolford or if it's you know all the different wow. configurations that it could be so it's it's uh it's it's in, it's a little bit uh overkill you know it's a little intense yeah I'm yeah. a little too much homework you know <laughs> but whatever <laughs> before we we look into this Rams Saints game have you been to New Orleans yes I haven't I've Ooh, never what? been I would love to see the Rams play there, but I also would love to just like, I feel like we should do like a girls weekend on Bourbon Street and just I'll go be honest crazy. with you, I went for the final four one time. I've been to football games there too, but because I was working in football and I went to the final four there, it was way more fun when it, it was a sports event that you're not working at, right? Yes. So Bourbon Street, you know, sometimes you can go for like jazz fest. There's lots of, New Orleans is an awesome place and there's really great food there too, but you know, it's... For work, it's maybe it's it's a lot for work. It's like going to Vegas right. for work. You know what I mean? Right. You're like I'm I feel just like so exhausted. Yeah, definitely. I want to go for the food. Maybe, um, you know, Barefoot could send us and we could walk around the street because you can legally drink in the streets there. Obviously. I don't they do like strawberry daiquiri or the strawberry hurricanes like at drive throughs like you can drive through. a. That doesn't make sense to me in my brain how that's safe or like legal. But New Orleans sounds amazing. You don't really want to drive. I mean, Bourbon Street, you're not dri- you're not really driving. It's not like it's huge. Like you're you're in this area. You can walk to the stadium like it's a decent walk to the stadium but like there's so much that's walkable you don't need to drive anywhere bourbon street you can't even drive on there's also like a carousel bar that's actually like moving but not too fast it doesn't like make you sick it's yeah i don't know that that sounds crazy okay so as of now we don't know if it's andy dalton or if it's Jameis winston 
We would like to assume it's Matthew Stafford, but like I said, he's still in the protocol. I mean, you know, Coach McVay spoke after the Cardinals loss on Sunday that maybe he didn't put Bryce, you know, Perkins in the best place to succeed as well. Like, where are you looking when you're looking ahead to this game? You know, I guess the number one thing, so I'm going to start with the known strength of this team. I, I don't know if there's a better player in the NFL at his position relative to other people than Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. And while it hasn't netted the number of sacks or specific moments where, you you know, when you close your eyes and you think like Aaron Donald Super Bowl, yep, there it is. Like that's, you know, that's what you think. of. You haven't seen that as much, but it doesn't mean his impact isn't as great. There are double and triple teams on this guy at like the highest rate in the league. And it's not even close, like 20 percentage points more than the next like ridiculous like this is ridiculous so this is interesting because that the o-line for the saints has not been doing them any favors this season so you know there's been a lot of pressure in specific games you've seen that really i mean obviously you know what comes to mind is you think of andy dalton throwing a bunch of picks it was on a thursday night it was in front of everyone but it's I'm more thinking about like the, how it impacts like both him and Alvin Kamara, who Alvin Kamara is a really great runner. Obviously, we've seen him be used in the short passing game. That's one way to escape pressure. This isn't a great matchup for them on their O line. Whoever's under center or you know wh- whoever's that quarterback, and even if it's Taysom Hill, that's why I sort of was like under center. Well, it could be Taysom Hill directs now. Right, right. But you know this isn't a great matchup because that front is still really formidable, even if it doesn't look like the number of sacks we're used to. Right, right. So, yeah, I think that I've been saying this for for weeks now, too, and I really thought that last last weekend would have been the answer for that. But I think that this defense is really in need of some of these takeaways. They have they've been great, you know, aside from from last weekend, essentially, you know, holding teams to no touchdowns and just field goals. Yeah, I mean, rookie Chris Olave, he has been their downfield threat. I would like to see Jalen Ramsey really get right up in his business because that would be an interesting point. Like he's still a Chris Olave has been great in terms of air yards and deep receptions. He's I'm not taking anything away from him, but I Jalen Ramsey is just better. Like, and, and I'm not, I don't think I'm saying anything that like is. is that controversial anyway. Right. Right. So it's, you know, it's, it's that I want to see that matchup because I think, you know, you, I like to see these young players figuring out like, Oh no, this is the type of coverage that is really nasty. Like this is the stuff that's like, not, I don't want anything to do with this. So, I'm excited to see that. Obviously, you know, Saints pass catchers, it's going to be weird because they're, you know, no Michael Thomas. Is Jarvis Landry playing? Yes, he should be. We saw him last week, although sometimes he's like that late scratch too. But, you know, it's it's in an, it's going to be an interesting one because Landry's not usually the deep threat. Olave's deep. Good. Olave we'll is their deep threat for sure. He is their yeah. deep threat, yep. Okay. I mean, every once in a while, some other guy will, but he's their consistent deep threat. He leads the league. He leads all rookies in air yards. I think he actually still leads the league in receptions of air yards. So if you wow. add the receiving yards of just air yards. So um, he's at least up there in the top, amongst the top, if he's not number one in the entire league still. He was before, wow. but guys and other stuff can change that. Yeah, as of now, um, this morning, yep. Coach McVeigh on, on Tuesday was saying that Alaric Jackson has blood clots and should be out for the for indefinitely. As of now, Chandler Brewer has an injury. We Cooper Cup 
is on IR. And so this kind of a lead in into my into my next segment. So I figured I'm going to channel New Orleans because because I've never been like we said. But when I think of New Orleans, I think of, you know, Mardi Gras. Right. And so I think, you know, what do you do to get Mardi Gras beads? Don't answer that. But I think we should give Mardi Gras beads to Rams players that we think will have great performances this Sunday against the Saints. And I'll go first just because I was leading off of that with Cooper Cup on IR. Yep. It was awesome to see Van Jefferson get in the end zone, even though it was a garbage time touchdown at the end of the game Sunday. To see him get in the end zone, he was emotional after his injury, after, you know, to see him get back and get his legs under him again to get that, had a couple of catches. I think that he is going to be a big piece this weekend without Cooper Cup. I think that he's going to have an even more of a standout game. To Allen Robinson has slowly been getting worked into this offense even more, and I know that he's going to have to even step up even more with the absence of Cup. But I'm going to give some Mardi Gras beads to Van Jefferson because I think this Sunday he, he's going to make a difference. I'm going to give some Mardi Gras beads to the run game. Now, mm. I don't know exactly who because I actually think that maybe it'll be like a, you know, a moment of like, you know, reunion and Cam Akers will like emerge as this from his little cocoon as a full on butterfly. But, you know, I think the run game will be effective and efficient. This is where I expect the McVeigh magic to be something that we see because one, Obviously, we don't know who's playing quarterback, but it doesn't matter because the quarterback cannot be under the type of pressure that all of those injuries from the O-line suggest is going to be coming their way. I mean, this is not a, a the this season hasn't been the Saints' highest in terms of pressure rate, but they still know how to get after the quarterback. So, you know, I think their run game will be that nice outlet. And so I'll start with I'll, I'll give it to Daryl Henderson, but well, but I'm going to do a caveat because I think maybe this could be like the kumbaya moment for Cam Akers. Right, and we saw Kyron Williams, the rookie, had some really great moments last yeah. week too. I mean, maybe they do cycle through all three of them. And like you said, yeah, it, I mean, the the Rams, they've been saying it week after week after week. The media has been saying it week after week. They need to figure out how to get this run game going. And so the, the Saints too, also, unfortunately, a Saints injury, Pete Werner, one of their linebackers. So Demario Davis is an awesome linebacker. He's wonderful. He's still playing. But Pete Werner, who was the compliment to him, he was he's out. So some injuries on their side also suggest that maybe the run is a better place to target than other situations in this matchup. Definitely. Okay, I'm also going to give um, Marty Grabiets to Sean McVay. Yeah. Him himself. I, he's had a tough couple of weeks. He's lost tons of players to injuries, has had to change his play script due to backup quarterbacks. I feel for him, and I know that he is doing what he can with the pieces that he's given. And I, I think also, you know, we're an instant gratification society, and people see the Rams, you know, with this this season after Super Bowl champions as as such a letdown, right? And so I think McVeigh is really sort of carrying the weight of this season on his back. But I think that this is his game that people are going to be talking about is he completely went back into the lab, ripped up everything that he had been trying to make work and not work and was like throw, you know, caution to the wind and was like this game script is going to completely like you said, the McVeigh magic is coming back to New Orleans. 
Totally. I, I mean, look, I'm with you. I haven't said anything about McVay. I think he's done a great job given all the constraints that are going on. But because he's my favorite player in the league, I still have to give my second set of beads to Aaron Donald. Yes. I mean, How can you not? I don't even know if I need to like say anything. He's Aaron Donald. Done. Right. It's just it's crazy. It's crazy. He is so crazy. And I think you could put weighted Mardi Gras beads on him and he would still be, you know, quadruple teamed because you could weigh him down and try to like lock him onto the field and he would still be such a such a disruption. I feel like I have like a mental picture of like a former Instagram post of him like having Maybe Mardi Gras beads, but beads in general. And he was topless the way that you typically earn the beads. So if there was one that would earn it, there you go. I mean, exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, Cynthia, Ram Jam, before I let you get out of here, I ask the same three questions to my guests, rapid fire style every week. As a fan, which Rams moment is your favorite of all time? I mean, uh, look, I'm. I work, I'm so, so, so lucky. I work with Kurt Warner and there, he is the kindest, nice, he's such a generous soul. So like Kurt, Super Bowl, after the, the done. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. And, and look, I, I told you I love Aaron Donald. So like, it's hard for me because Aaron Donald that last act, like, of course, like right. that too. But Kurt is the freaking man. And he has just been like this awesome human being for like ever. So I, yeah. Super Bowl, Kurt Warner, that's it. It doesn't get better than that. Amazing. If you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? That is so hard because I love all food, like almost evenly. And (laughs) the weirdest part is that when you, I didn't like, when when I first heard that question, I'm like butter, but like, that's not a good Butter? I love butter, but um, like you can use it in so many different things. But if I could only one actual, <laughs> like butter's so universal, you can make cookies with everything. You are a baker. You are a baker oh, and a cook. I love all food. So, but if okay. it was actually like a like a cooked food that I had to eat like every single day, it would be lasagna. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Italian, cool. you know? Yeah, of course, of course. What would you do if fear was not a factor and you could not fail? I love hearing everyone's answer for this. That is a really great question. I feel like I think a lot about fear. I've done way too much therapy, so <laughs> I've, I've worked through a lot of this. Um, but I think that, hmm, I mean, starting my career a little bit, like changing my career my thir- when I was 30 was kind of a <laughs> fearful move. Um, yeah, but you I crushed probably, it. Was that? I said you crushed it, though. It, it was scary. Yeah, um, for sure. How you know, you know firsthand, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, you have to bet on yourself. <laughs> I think if I had no fear and what I would probably try to do like some version of like Everest and like, mm. like it'd be a fit, it'd be a bunch of physical feats. I think okay. I like outdoors and I think things like that because other fears like try to really work through again. That's what all this therapy is for. <laughs> <laughs> How many marathons have you run? 25. I'm trying 25. to do one every state. Yeah. Okay, so you're halfway there. Wow. <sighs> Yeah, um, you could totally do Everest. What are you talking about? I mean, about? I feel like I feel like there's got to be even cooler stuff than that. Like, I want to hella ski. I've never done that, so mm. I'd like to do that as well. Most of that's like like cost as opposed to like you know if I couldn't Just fail, like, I'm not really right. So it's like, can I fo- afford it? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Heli skiing would be awesome, but it's also petrifying. But yeah, that'd be if you if you're not gonna get you know swallowed up by the snow and there's no you know failure. I I think that's great. So I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So before I go, we got the Rams winning this one in New Orleans, right? Yep. Is that what the model predicts? I'm gonna be honest yeah. with you, I haven't even looked at the model yet, but yes. 
Perfect. I haven't, I haven't looked at it yet. It just like sometimes I have to like let it run, make sure everything's good. And yep. it all runs blindly. So things are named wild words that mean nothing so that I don't get biased for I don't have any like I look at the outcome and it I have no like Wait, what can real quick, what does that mean? They're na- like like wild horse is, you know, like what what do you mean? <laughs> So every year I sort of pick like a, like a theme. Some years it actually is brands of wine. That was one year. So, I love and that. it's never the same one each week. It'll, 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 cause you don't want to bias yourself, right? No matter what you have feelings about teams, whether or not you think even you in do, math. Right? Like, oh, I mean, when you're looking at it and you're like, is this right? Cause there are some things that you do have to eyeball and you have to do it like blindly fairly. And if you don't know who the team is, you're more fair. Right, oh. like, cause you don't know if it's the Lions who I grew up a fan of or the Bengals who I have no feelings towards at all. Right, like, right. I, you know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's uh, you don't know who it is. So you just see these random words that are, that are named after something. This year, <laughs> this year it's just like, it's, it's obscure colors. So like chartreuse and even sometimes I'm like, what color is chartreuse? Does anyone even know? Like, I, yeah, I couldn't even you know, tell you what that is. <laughs> pick a green, I Googled it. Cause like it's, you try to find things that mean that, that you don't have any, like, and they don't, it doesn't associate with any team. It's not like a like green, green isn't jets or no, okay. it's, and it's like chartreuse and like peridot and periwinkle and stuff. And you're like, what? Like mm. periwinkles are beating the peridots this week. You're like, okay, great. Like, and then you, you have to go to your legend and be like, oh, okay. It, so I it, have... it dedupes it when I ask. Yeah. Wow. That is, yeah. you need to patent that and make it an app or something. Sometimes crazy. it's been like rap songs. Sometimes it's been, there's like a lot of different names for it. This year I went with obscure colors because I was getting, like, I was getting repeats of things before and I was like, I don't like the repeat. I want something new. So I had never done that before. There you go. I love it. Cynthia Freeland. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. It was so great to see you. And Jammies, make sure you follow her on Twitter, Instagram, all that. You can see her everywhere all over NFL Network. So make sure you check that out. Thanks for having me, my dear friend. I'm so proud of you. You're crushing it. And I couldn't be happier. There she goes. All right, you guys, it's time for the easy to enjoy question of the week. And this this week, the question is for you, my jammies. Where are my jammies at? Okay, here's the question. You're hosting the tailgate. You're in the parking lot at SoFi. Speakers are prepped and ready. What are your top three songs to get the party started? The vibe has to be right. They have to be crowd pleasers. They make you want to like chug your barefoot, bring the energy. These are three songs. These can't just be your your favorite three songs because so this is tricky. This is a trickier question than you think. And I was I was putting some thought into this driving home yesterday. And this this is my three. So, you know, the the truck set up, we've got the speakers blasting. I think you have to move your body and you have to vibe out. This is how we do it, Montel Jordan. When that song comes on, literally everyone is moving. So I feel like you have to play that. And I'm going to sort of stay in this genre of maybe, you know, time period is a weird way to say it, but where the party at featuring Nelly by Jagged Edge. That makes people groove. And then the sound and the hook of Let Me Blow Your Mind by Eve and Gwen Stefani. And I think if I hit those three bangers back to back to back, doesn't matter your age, race, you know, anything, you are vibing. And I I think I hit the nail on the head. So Jammies, let me know your top three. That's supposed to be the easy to enjoy question of the week. I feel like that's hard to enjoy question of the week because top three songs to get a whole SoFi tailgate 
just vibes immaculate. Could you do it? Let me let me know. All right, you guys, that does it for this week's Ricky's Ram Jam. Cheers. You know, it's going to be a good week. We're on to New Orleans, and I'm trying to get there. So let's go. Let's ram it. <laughs>